We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, it's 11:40 the Bet Las Vegas and it is a big weekend for the WWE. Of course, SummerSlam airs this Saturday night exclusively on Peacock and then on Sunday night on A&E Biography WWE Legends will focus on the Olympic gold medalist and WWE Hall of Famer. To mention just a few of his accolades, Kurt Angle and this legend joins me now. Kurt, how are you feeling? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Hey, we're doing good, but let's get straight into this and talk about you. And I want to start by asking you about your tryout with the Pittsburgh Steelers because, of course, in this upcoming biography, uh, I got the chance to check it out last night. It was fantastic. And you talked about how you played so many sports, but how football was your first love. And I'm just interested in, in how you got that trial because, of course, you were kind of busy in college doing some wrestling and not necessarily playing college football. But how was that whole experience of trying out for the Steelers? Well, the reason I got a trial with the Steelers is because of a man named Carlton Hassery. Carlton was a six-time NCAA champion in wrestling. He was a three-time Division II champion and three-time Division I champion. He went to Pitt Johnstown. It's right outside of Pittsburgh. And um, he ended up getting drafted by the Steelers, and he didn't play football. He never played football. Didn't even play in college or high school. He was a wrestler. And uh, they drafted him because of his size and his quickness and his wrestling ability. So he came to the Steelers. And he ended up being an all-pro football player. And then he was with the Steelers for about five years, got traded to the Jets, was all-pro there, too. So I came along after him. And after my senior year, uh, the Steelers were interested in uh, acquiring me, uh, at least having me try out. Um, the problem was Carlton was at a unskilled position, which is a lineman position. Even though he was an incredible athlete, and he was, he played on the line. He was a pulling guard. My position was fullback, and uh, that's a skill position. You have to have a lot more experience, especially you have to have college experience if you're going to get drafted into pros. So they wanted me to try out to see how far along I was. And I had a pretty good tryout. I ran a 4.740, which wasn't great, um, but, but I did have a hamstring injury, and I, I was, I was uh, trying to protect that during the tryout. Um, they had me doing all kinds of passing routes, um, uh, catching with one hand, catching with the other hand, uh, turn around and catch, uh, all these different uh, obstacles. Yeah. And I did pretty well. But um, what they wanted me to do is they wanted me to go to NFL Europe for a year. And um, I didn't want to do that. So uh, my, my, my tryout uh, ended right there. Uh, there was no possibility of me going. They just wanted me to get more experience if they're going to pick me up. 
But it was a tryout. Um, did it go well? Yeah, it went well, but not as good as I was hoping. And and I'm kind of curious because in a lot of ways, like I see a lot of career parallels with you and Brock Lesnar. Obviously, the success as, as collegiate wrestlers and, and Olympic wrestlers and your passion for MMA, you trying out for the Steelers, he, him trying out for the Minnesota Vikings in your hometown career, uh, hometown teens. And then obviously translating that amateur wrestling career into WWE superstardom and of course, you guys headlined the WrestleMania, the the ruthless aggression era of SmackDown. You guys were running the show in one of the best eras of SmackDown. I'm curious, did you guys ever have a conversation and being like, yo, you've lived my life, I'm living yours, and, and how many similarities you guys had in your careers? You know what? We never talked about it, but we, came real, we became very close. We were very good friends. Um, I trusted him wholeheartedly. He trusted me wholeheartedly. We traveled together quite a bit. Even though, uh, and for the most part, we were nemesis, uh, you know, enemies on TV. Uh, but, uh, you know, during, you know, when we weren't on TV, we were always together. So we spent a lot of time together. And I think it's because we were so much alike. Yeah. And one of the one of my favorite parts of the documentary is that there's actually footage. And I'm glad it was in there of your whole tryout process of getting into the WWE and how, you know, they offered you, you initially, you said no, then they came back and said yes, but you got to try out. And it, it, the transition of going from amateur to pro is like the one thing that was fascinating is you spent your entire life as a wrestler trying to do everything in your power to stay off of your back, not be on your yeah. back. And as someone who arguably transitioned better than anyone, I'm curious, what type of advice would you give to the second Olympic gold medalist signed to WWE and Gable Steveson and even... Uh, more recently, Valerie Lareda, who who just came from Bellator, uh, from the MMA world, what advice would you give them as they transition into WWE? You know what I would say? Forget everything you've learned your whole life. Start from scratch. <laughs> Sounds because easy enough. It is so, it's so much the opposite. There's nothing you can do about it. You're going to bump and you're going to keep going to your back. And, and in amateur wrestling, you never go to your back. At least you don't want to go to your back. And in wrestling, you show no emotion. In, in pro wrestling, you have to show emotion. You have to show that you're angry, scared, scared, excited. Um, there, there are a lot of just different things, you know. In wrestling, amateur wrestling, you go by reaction. You react to what they do. So you don't think, you know. It's, it's just reaction because you've trained so much and so hard that you just go, you know, uh, you, you respond in whatever way that your opponent moves. In WWE, you have to memorize and you have to remember everything that you're going to do in the match. And it's just, uh, it's complete opposite. And that's what I did. I forgot everything I ever learned and I started from scratch. And when, when we get into the part of you now being on TV and Vince McMahon going, you know what? We're going to make you a bad guy. And you're like, how am I going to be a bad guy? I'm an Olympic gold medalist. I'm an American hero. And he's like, yeah, but I want you to come in and talk about you being a real wrestler uh, i'm curious when you get into that locker room obviously there's some strong personalities whether it's the undertaker stone cold steve austin the name of few did you sense a resentment and then also how was the transition of obviously preparing for the olympics you're in a camp so you have a group of guys but now you are joining a team environment where everyone has to work together to put the best show possible like, how, how are the differences, and did you sense resentment when you first started coming in with the, no, I'm the real badass around here, guys, sorry? <laughs> you know what? If there was resentment, I didn't see any of it. Nobody showed it to me. They might have been talking about me behind my back, 
but nobody disrespected me. Everybody liked me. Everybody, um, I got, I got along with everybody really well. Um, they saw that the WWE was taking their time with me. Uh, you know, I spent six months doing dark matches, which I don't know if anyone else has ever done that before. So I, I did the work and they saw me do the work and they saw how good I became. And I think because of that, they respected me. And I, I know that initially, and it was talked about in the documentary that in, I think it was 96 that they offered you a 10 year deal. And it was kind of the first of its kind. It was literally a developmental deal was that the same type of process when you came back and they're finally like yeah we're going to bring you aboard after you got through the trial process well no what they did is i i called them after i turned down that offer i called them a couple years later and i said is that offer still stand and they said no you're gonna have to come up and try out and so i had to do a tryout before they gave me a contract i had to prove myself uh before they had me sign that contract so i went up there and Surprisingly, uh, within uh, two days, they signed me. Uh, I was picking up everything very quickly. I was bumping properly. I was selling. Uh, I was doing all the things that they were teaching me, and they thought, wow, this kid's coming along very quickly. Let's sign him right away. So they signed me. It wasn't a very good deal. It was uh, a <laughs> $75,000 guarantee. And uh, the crazy thing is when you're traveling with the WWE, that $75,000 doesn't really help much because you have to pay for everything. They pay for your flight, but you pay for the hotel, rental car, food, tolls, everything like that. So you're paying all your expenses. And I'm, I'm married, and I have um, a child, and I have a, a $75,000 guarantee, and I'm paying for expenses on the road, too. It was a struggle. Yeah, and no, nothing expense to you, <laughs> unfortunately not. And one of my uh, favorite people that was featured in this project, which, by the way, for everyone, A&E Biography, WWE Legends, focusing on Kurt Angle, airs this Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 o'clock here in Las Vegas. Um, but, but there was a whole bunch of people that were willing to talk about you and your career. Um, and the thing that stuck out to me the most uh, was Jim Ross. Um, towards the middle of it, that hour mark, he talks about how, for a lot of athletes, there's this fear of failure, and it usually goes two ways. It either manifests itself and it gives someone more drive to accomplish things or it becomes a kiss of death from, for, for them. And from there, it goes on to your time period in WWE with WrestleMania 19 and getting the headline against Brock Lesnar and starting to become one of the true cornerstones of the company. Uh, I'm just wondering, and the injuries that you were dealing with, if you were in that same situation now, in 2002, do you think you still go out there and perform with the advancements and what we know and the technology and, and the education and science, this and, and so forth? Would you have still headlined or would you have taken the rest? Um, you mean taking the rest as in uh, not coming back as quickly? Yeah. No, I, you know what? Uh, what I did is I, I made some mistakes. Um, I broke my neck for the second time. It was the first time in WWE because uh, I broke my neck in 1996 at the Olympics. And that was in 2003. And I came back within six weeks. Um, uh, and I ended up breaking my neck a few months after that. Again, um, I didn't let my neck heal properly. Even though I was cleared by a doctor, I wish I would have slowed down. I would have taken my time. I would have made sure my neck was 100% healed because I had really bad luck. I, I broke my neck twice in 2003, once in 2004, and then once in early 2006. And that was four times in two and a half years. I had a lot of bad luck, and it was because I rushed back. 
Yeah, and, and with JR talking about that failure, failure, do you believe, did you feel like you had a a responsibility to the company being one of the prominent guys? Did you not want to lose your spot, or was it just the competitive oh, drive? But that's, that, that comes into effect. Yeah, you, you don't want to lose your spot. Uh, you want to you want to make sure that uh, you get back there as quickly as possible to fill that spot that you, uh, that you voided. Um, so the thing is, looking back now, um, I don't think I would have lost my spot. Uh, I think that I was worried about nothing. Uh, but, but, you know, the thing is, when you do go, I will tell you this. I wouldn't have been Kurt Angle and had the success I had if Stone Cold Steve Austin didn't get hurt, if uh, Undertaker didn't get hurt. Um, there were a lot of athletes that got hurt that gave me the opportunity to step up and be one of the top guys in the company. And then those guys came back, and then we were all top guys. So uh, for me, I think that I did enough in the company that I would have continued to be a top guy even if I would have left for a year. Um, and, and somebody else would have ended up uh, filling my void for that particular time. But when I came back, I think we both would have been top guys. So uh, I was probably worrying about nothing. And a lot of guys do that in the business. Yeah, I mean, well, it's tough to say, hey, don't, you know, don't do this. And in the responsibility of getting the headline WrestleMania, you never know. We talk about it in sports all the time. Teams take teams take the roster for granted and just assume, now nah, we'll, we'll get to win the championship next year, and then they never get there. It takes years, too. And I know you have a lot of interviews uh, to keep doing, so I'm going to try to run through these questions um, as quickly as I can, and thank you so much for the time, Kurt. Uh, one thing I am sure. curious about is doing this whole process and doing uh, A&E's uh, biography, WWE Legends. Was it therapeutic for you? to have to talk about some of these things and let the world see what you went through in your life. Yes, it was. You know, when I was in rehab, I was told to tell my story to as many people as possible. And I've been very open about my story since I came out of rehab. And I wanted to do this for people that are struggling uh, to know that uh, anybody can, can make it through whatever problems they're having, uh, overcoming addiction, overcoming deaths of family members, overcoming injuries uh you know there are a lot of bad things that happen to people and they feel like they can't come out of it and and this documentary is, is proof that you actually can uh last night monday night raw earlier this week i should say monday night raw celebrated the 20-year anniversary of Rey mysterio and wwe uh the same for john cena a few weeks ago so i want to ask you a couple questions about those two number one did you have a ghost rider when you freestyled against John Cena, did someone help you out with that? Or was that off the top of the dome? No, no, that was, that was a writer. Uh, I had a great writer. His name was Brian Gewertz. Uh, he, wrote, he wrote for The Rock, Jericho, and myself and Edge and Christian. And he did an excellent job. Um, the guy had, I had great chemistry with him. We would come up with ideas together, and this guy would write for me. And I had so many comical segments that were incredibly funny because of this kid. And uh, I really enjoyed working with him. He is now working with The Rock at Seven yeah. Rock Productions, Rock's production company. That's how good Brian is. The Rock stole him from WWE and is now his wife. <laughs> Kurt, I have a four-year-old son. When I teach him about you, I'm going to tell him that that came off of the top of your head. Okay, so the secret's safe with me. Uh, when it comes to Rey Mysterio, obviously you were his first match in WWE um, at SummerSlam 2002. Um, look, I'm not saying that Ray losing to you in his first match sent him down this downward spiral, but do you think Ray should have won his first match coming into the company? I mean, there was a lot of buzz. <laughs> there was a lot of buzz bringing him uh, in. You know what? All right. I think that Vince 
you know, you have to remember, um, you come from another company. And you didn't choose the WWE, you chose WCW. And you oh, come boy. in. Do you think Vince is actually going to have you put that guy over one of his WWE homegrown talents? I mean, it's a cool no mask, though. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, a cool mask, Kurt. was going to lose. And, and, and at that particular time, I was one of the top guys in the company. I think that Vince gave him a good opponent to utilize uh, for his debut match. Of course, he lost, but it didn't, it didn't hurt his career. It actually, it actually helped. Ray, Ray, the thing with Ray Mysterio is he's always been beatable, but he also has been able to beat anybody at any particular time. That's what makes it so exciting about watching Ray Mysterio wrestle. He could beat the big show. He's going to have to sneak a win on him. But, you know, the kid's the most exciting kid in the, in the world to watch wrestle. So, you know, for the most part, if he's going to wrestle big show, he's going to lose to him. But there's a chance that he could win, and that's what the fans believe in, that Rey Mysterio always has a chance. No, 100%, and it was you guys put on many classics, that match as well. I just had to ask, and then our final question, A&E is also airing WWE Rivals after um, WWE Legends biography this Sunday, and it led me to think, if you had to just pick one person, because that's how the show works, to do a WWE Rivals on, who are you picking? For me? Yes. Uh, Chris Benoit. But that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, of course. Uh, one that could happen, though. So you get a second pick. <laughs> uh, well, they did one with me and Brock. Uh, I would pick Brock Lesnar. No, 100- That's the one that you're doing. Yeah, and, and Kurt, I want to say thank you for that. That was the first time that I brought all my chore money from doing uh, all my chores at home, and WrestleMania 19 was the first pay-per-view that I paid for. Oh, no. My my hard-earned 50 bucks, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, uh, Kurt, thank you so much for the time. Uh, we appreciate you, of course. One more time, WWE Biography, Aaron on A&E, focusing on Kurt Angle, airs 5 p.m. Pacific this Sunday. Kurt Angle, WWE Hall of Famer, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks again, my friend. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 